Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the still, small voice, the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Tongues of Fire, my brand new book. It is coming out very soon. 101 Supernatural Benefits to Praying in tongues. Go check that out, jenniferleclair.org slash tongues of fire. Buy it anywhere books are sold. Make sure you tap into the bonuses that are available to you when you go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash tongues of fire. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. We're equipping you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life. We've got testimonies from all over the world of people who are applying the word the Holy Spirit gives us, and they are seeing transformation all the way around. You've got three different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship, three different messages every week. I'm there, 1047 a.m. Check it out. That's our main service, awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Watch online at ahop.online. Become a web church member and go deeper with us online. We've got virtual prophecy and healing rooms, virtual pastoral care, prayer line, virtual life group. It's all there for you ahop.online slash webchurch. Connect with us. Go deeper. Get official. The second and third services are School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God. Our current series is The Voice of God. After that, we're going into uh, Escaping the Great End Times Deception. Get over there to schoolofthespirit.tv. Track with us as we go into some uh, relevant subject matter for today's Christian. Check that out, schoolthespirit.tv. Listen, guys, we're going to read from Evenings with the Holy Spirit today. Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, Forever Hope in God. Forever Hope in God. That would just preach right there. And here's what I heard the Lord say. When things don't turn out the way you expected, turn to me. That's so good. Would you listen to this poetry? When things don't turn out the way you expected, turn to me. I'll be expecting you, says the Lord, and I'll be ready with the comfort and counsel you need in the moment. When life and people disappoint you, Turn to me, says the Lord. I will never disappoint you. As it is written in Romans 10, verse 11, those who put their hope in God will never be put to shame. Hmm. And the Lord says, when you feel like everything that can go wrong has gone wrong and you don't see an end in sight, turn to me. I will show you the right way to go. I see the end from the beginning, and I will show you the way through and out. And the Holy Spirit says, always remember that I am right by your side at all times. You can turn to me anytime with anything, and I will help you. That's a promise, says the Lord. What a beautiful, beautiful invitation. My Lord, we turn to him. 
So many times we turn to the TV or we turn to the phone or we turn to some sort of entertainment, some sort of escape mechanism. We turn to our own wisdom. We turn, we turn, we turn. And God is saying, turn to me. I'm waiting to help you. I want to help you. I will help you. Turn to me. That's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful invitation. The scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you buy books online. Now the prayer starter Lord, I will not just turn to you. I will run to you. (laughs) Make your presence known to me. Illuminate your promises in my heart. Stir hope again in my spirit. Cause me to release prayers mixed with faith when everything looks like it's about to blow up in my face. Help me in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we're so grateful for who you are. You are the friend who sticks closer than a brother. You are the God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Paul, the God of John, the God of the apostles and the prophets. You are our God. You're not a distant God, somewhere off, far away, unseen, unheard. No, we can see you through nature. We can see your beauty through creation. We can hear your still small voice when we draw close to you. We are so thankful that you are a God of relationship, that you don't just love us. You like us and you want to be with us. You want to fellowship with us. You want to be there for us in every season, good and bad. We're so grateful that you are a God who sees us, who knows us. You remember our frame. You know that we are but dust. You are a merciful God, a good, good father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the refreshing of the spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you for who you are, for what you've done, for what you're going to do. Thank you for boldness in our hearts. Thank you for provision. Thank you for healing power. Thank you that everything we need is in you and you're not a stingy God. You pour out what we need liberally. You pour out what we need kindly. You pour out what we need with a smile. You're smiling over us. You are a a savior that is, is supernaturally, awesomely kind and loving and merciful. We don't know what we do without you. But thank you, Jesus. We won't ever have to find out what we would do without you because you are with us. You will never leave us or forsake us even to the end of the age. You're right by us. You're the friend that sticks closer than a brother. You live on the inside of us. The spirit of Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we thank you, Lord, for the glory that we are in even now. We thank you, Lord, for the glory in which we rest even now. But we know that we know that we know that we know there is another glory. We know that you move us from glory to glory to glory to glory. So help us, Lord, not to get complacent in the glory where we're, in which we find ourselves. We're happy. We're joyful. But help us not to get complacent. Help us not to take this glory for granted. Help us, Lord, not to be completely satisfied with where we are, knowing in our heart of hearts that there is more. 
Lord, we don't want to be satisfied with the with 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 less than what you have ordained for us. We want the more. We want more glory. We want more wisdom. We want more grace. We want more faith. We want more power. We want more anointing. We want more provision. We want more, 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 more. So, Lord, give us the gift of hunger. Father, would you give us the gift of hunger that we would be grateful for what we have, but not completely satisfied because we know there's more. We're hungry for more. We're thirsting for more. We're driving for more, not striving, but driving. We want the more. We want to position ourselves for ev- to receive everything that you are pouring out. We don't want to miss a thing. We want every ounce, every drop every measure of what you're trying to get over to us in this season. We want it all. We want everything that Jesus died to give us. We don't want to leave anything to the side. We want it all. We want the wisdom. We want the the witty inventions. Lord, we want the relational reconciliation. Lord, we want that increase, the freedom in your spirit, the freedom that only comes through your spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Who the sun set free is free indeed, Lord. But we know there's more freedom. Come on, somebody. We know there's more freedom. We know there's more mind renewal available. We know there's deeper levels of relationship with your heart. We know there's another degree of trust to which we must ascend. We know that there's more anointing, more prayer answers, more deliverance, more healing. We know there's more. You are the God of more than enough, so we know there's more. If you're the God of more than enough and you are, then there must be more. If you've got more than enough and we don't have all we need, There must be something more that we're missing. Help us, Lord, to know with certainty what it is you want to do in our lives in this season. Father, help us not to pray from a carnal mind. Help us not to pray from our own understanding, but help us pray from the depths of your spirit. Help us pray from the mind of Christ. Help us pray from knowing that we know that we know that we know what your will is. Because if we pray anything according to your will, you'll hear us and you'll, you'll, you'll answer us. Help us, Lord, not to waste our breath praying for things that you do not want for our lives. We don't want to keep praying and pressing, wasting our persistence, wearing out our own endurance, praying for something that's not written in the book of our life. All of our days are written in your book. You have preordained it. You have decided ahead of time what you want us to do, the call of God on our lives, the anointings you want to give us. You have made your perfect will expressed in the book of our life. You know, you know what you want for us. You know, you know your perfect plan for us. You know, you know the gifts and callings. You know our destiny. You know what our eternity looks like. (laughs) You know everything. You are the omniscient God. But Father, we are not omniscient. And Lord, we acknowledge that we don't know what we don't know. 
Lord, we acknowledge that we get ahead of you sometimes because we see the bright, shiny object. We see the object of our desire. We see that thing we think we can't live without. And sometimes we start chasing that thing instead of chasing you. And our ears grow dull and our eyes grow dim. We're not able to hear. We're not able to see. And we stumble because we were chasing something that wasn't in the book of life, the book of our life that you had not ordained, that you had not prepared. You are the one who prepares the blessings and you are the one who prepares us for the blessing that you have prepared. That is who you are. You're a God of blessing, of goodness, of mercy, of grace, of joy, of peace. And we want to walk in your perfect plan for our life. It's a narrow path that leads to eternal life. We want to walk on that path. So Father, we repent for all the times and we all do it. That we left you out of our equation, that we prayed without ceasing for something that wasn't in the book of our life that you wrote, that we wouldn't let go of something that you're telling us, trying to get us to let go of. You're showing us it's not going to work. We keep trying, beating our head against a wall. It's not working. And we think it's the devil. 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 We're wearing ourselves in war, wearing ourselves out in warfare. And you're resisting us sometimes because it's not your highest plan for our lives. And we get mad at you and mad at friends and mad at the people who wouldn't open the doors. Help us, Lord. We need to discern what your will is. We need to discern what you want us to do in the big picture. In the macro and in the micro, we need to understand what you want us to do, where you want us to go this day. Help us, Lord, because we walk by faith one day at a time. Help us to keep walking by faith one day at a time, one foot in front of the other, knowing that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths, knowing that you lead us and guide us into all truth, knowing that you are faithful to order our steps, but we must walk by faith, not by flesh, not by fear. We must walk by faith, not by flesh, not by fear. We must walk by faith, not by flesh, not by fear. Come on. We must walk by faith, not by flesh, not by fear. And we will bump right into the breakthrough. We will bump right into the blessing. We will bump, bump right into the things to come that I hasn't seen, nor ear heard, nor even entered into our hearts. We rely completely on you. We turn our hearts completely towards you. We want your will. Lord, let not I will be done, but your will be done. Come on. Who can pray that today? The prayer of consecration. Lord, we release the prayer of consecration over issues in our life where we don't know your will. We don't know. Sometimes we don't know. We just don't know. Sometimes we really don't know if that job is the right job. We don't know. We've prayed and we've prayed and we pray. We've been still and known that you're God. We've waited on you and we just still don't have clarity. Sometimes we just don't have clarity. Sometimes the enemy's bringing super static in our mind. Sometimes we're afraid. Sometimes we're, we're, we're dull of hearing because we didn't obey you the last time you spoke. There's many reasons why we don't know your will sometimes, despite seeking it and searching it. Sometimes we don't know, should I marry that person or not marry that person? Should I take this job or not take this job? Should I, should I, should I, should I, should I, should I fill in the blank? 
Should I put my child in a drug rehab or should I believe that God's going to deliver them from that addiction? <laughs> should, I, should I, should I, should I, should I, should I invest? Should I sow this seed? Should I put, what, what should, so Lord, we lift up the prayer of consecration today. Come on, all of you do this. All of you do this. If you have something in your life that's not revealed in scripture, in other words, you don't have to pray, if it be thy will, heal me. God's will is to heal you. You don't have to pray, if it be thy will, deliver me. God's will is to deliver you. You don't have to pray, if it be thy will, prosper me. It's God's will to prosper you. You understand? Don't pray the prayer of consecration over things that are revealed as the will of God in his word. But maybe you don't know if you're supposed to take a job. Maybe you're trying to make a hiring decision for your business or your ministry. Maybe you're dealing with someone that you think probably is causing more harm than good in your life, but you don't want to cut them off if it's not the godly response because you don't know what to do. You've got compassion. You've got, you know, they're going to be hurt. There's all kinds of things in our life where sometimes we get in our emotions about it. We get in our soul realm about it. We get in our reasonings, our intellect, our mind about it. And God is wanting us to get in his spirit, but sometimes we just can't manage to get there. That's when you pray the, 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 the prayer of consecration. Jesus prayed that in the garden of Gethsemane. He said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So just lift that up right now, wherever you're listening to me. You've got an issue. You don't know what the will of God is. It's not expressly released in the scripture. Lord, I don't know if I'm supposed to marry this person or not. I know I feel something toward them, but I don't want to be out of your will. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Lord, let that, let, let your will be done. Lord, I, I, I've got a job offer in California. I'd have to uproot my whole family. It looks like a good offer. It looks like the dream come true, but I'm not hearing your voice. I don't know what to do. Let not my will be done, but your will be done. Lord, I, I don't know what to do with, with, you know, well, I don't know where to go to college. I've got, I've got three offers and I, I don't know. I don't know where to, where to, where to enroll in school. I'm not sure which offer I should take. Lord, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. And when you pray that way, many times he will go ahead and make that decision for you. Doors will close, doors will open, things will happen and you will know you will have a peace. Sometimes that clears the deck. Sometimes that reboots the computer. In other words, sometimes we need a reset. We can't hear from God. We don't see his will. We don't know what he wants us to do. That's when you pray the prayer of consecration. So, Father, we just generally lift everything up right now. Whatever, Lord, that, you know, you know all the people that are not, uh, you know the people listening to me that are undecided, that are not sure of what they want to do, not sure of what they're supposed to do, not sure what you want them to do. And although the answer may be obvious to you, it is obvious to you, Lord, although the answer may be obvious to people around us, we need to know for ourselves what you want us to do, because we want to be convinced and certain that we are following your will, because when the enemy comes to talk us out of what we did. When the enemy comes to tell us that was the wrong move, you shouldn't have married that person. You should have taken that job. You should have done this. You should have done that. You shouldn't have planted that church. You shouldn't have gone in full-time ministry. You shouldn't have put your kid in that rehab. They're going to hate you forever. When we do your will, if we're not sure it's you, we'll be talked out of your will and we'll be condemned and ashamed and upset and frustrated. And we don't want to be toyed with by the enemy. So, Father, we lift up every situation to you where we don't know what to do. And we say, Lord, we, 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 we ha let your will be done. 
Let your will be done. Close the doors that need to be closed. Open the doors that need to be opened. Lord, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. If it's not your purpose to reconcile the relationship, Lord, just help us to move on. Let, you, let it be cut off. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. If it's not your will, God, even if we've already put a contract down on a house, let's, we just lose the deposit and move on because it'll be worse in the end if we keep going down a path that you've not ordained. Let your will be done. 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 Somebody listen to me right now. You know, God's calling you into, into full-time ministry and you just won't let go because you're scared of finances. You need to pray that prayer consecration. If you know you're afraid, it'll clear your head. It'll clear your deck. Let your will be done. Let your will be done, Lord. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your, not my will, but your will, God. Not my will, but your will. Not my will, but your will. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on. God is good. He'll lead you and guide you. Get still. Put it in his hands. Pay attention to what's going on around you. It will become plain. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, share this with somebody just quickly, please. We're going into our next segment. Let me get a sip of water over here and we're going to go deeper. Go ahead and quickly share this with your friends on your timelines. Ping somebody in the room. Do what you have to do to get the word out on whatever platform you are listening. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Listen, my experience and what I see in scripture, which is far better than my experience, is that there are times when the Lord gives permission to the enemy to sift us. What does that mean? Well, think about back in the day, you used to sift flour and you'd, I guess it was flour, whatever it was, I don't cook, but you take the, the sifter and you'd sift things through the sifter to get out the impurities, to get out things or to refine it, to make it finer than it was. And so there are times in our lives where the Lord will give the enemy permission to sift us. We see that in the book of Job. <laughs> the, the enemy went before the Lord and asked for permission to touch him. God had to give him permission. Job didn't really, I mean, some people say, well, Job had an open door. Technically, we all have open doors because we're all falling short of the glory of God every day. None of us are sinless. We can be pretty close, but we're going to stumble at some point. Our thoughts, our words, our deeds. He told the same thing to Peter. He turned to Peter. Jesus turned to Peter and said, you know, Satan has requested, asked permission to sift you like wheat. <laughs> and that was a metaphor. They would sift the wheat. So they'd, they'd uh, you know, sift it out. And he was really sifting all the apostles. But Jesus said to Peter, Satan has asked for permission to sift you. And he said, and when you're restored, strengthen your brother. So he said, I'm going to pray for you, Peter. And when you're restored, pray for your brother. In other words, I know you're going to stumble. I know you're going to fall. That's sometimes part of the sifting where we come to the end of ourselves. 
I said, sometimes the stumbling, the falling, the bad behavior, sometimes that's part of how we get to the end of ourselves. Are you hearing us? Are you hearing me and the Holy Ghost? I said, us. But here's the thing. If you're going through a time of sifting where it seems like, you know, everything's going wrong. I mean, it's coming from all sides. Many times there is a Kairos moment of massive increase on the other side. The Lord is not going to let the enemy shift you beyond measure. The Lord is only going to let him, you know, bring the trial. The Lord is not going to let it. Listen, Job's trial, they say it seemed like it lasted years. Job's trial lasted nine months. That's what most scholars say. Peter's trial lasted less than that. But sometimes there's things in us that God's trying to get out of us so he can get something to us. In other words, Job got double for his trouble, but not until after he was sifted. It looked like he was losing everything. He did lose a lot, but God already had the payback in mind. Before Satan ever asked for permission to sift Job, God had the payback, the double for his trouble. God had that in mind. He had it in store. He had it prepared. It was ready to go. Peter, after he was sifted, he became one of the greatest apostles. He preached the first sermon. He ran the show at Pentecost. Thousands and thousands were getting saved. His shadow was healing people. That wouldn't have happened unless he was sifted. That wouldn't have happened unless the enemy was allowed to bring some warfare into his life. Now, the other side of it is we can't always just say, well, why is God letting this happen? God gave Satan permission. No, sometimes we give Satan permission. What do you mean? Well, what I mean is sometimes we give the enemy permission because we don't take our authority. Not every <laughs> you, you, Sometimes we allow things. Sometimes we don't take authority. Sometimes we don't make a stand. And so we have to begin to learn how to discern when is, when is this something that's out of our control and when is this something we can take authority over and shut it down. And one of the ways that you discern that is if you're taking your authority, I take authority over you in Jesus' name, enemy, I bind you. If you're praying, if you're fasting, if you're, if you're in the word, if you're doing everything you know that you can possibly do and nothing is changing. It may be possible that God has allowed this sifting. It may be possible. Now, don't blame God. Rejoice because it's persecution of the enemy. And when the enemy persecutes you, God's not only going to let him go so far. Listen, if the last attack that you went through, did you, did you survive it? Yes or no? You're still here. Come on, somebody say, I'm still here. You're still here. You're still here. You're still here. You survived it. You'll survive the next sifting too. And then comes the greater anointing. Then comes the greater power. Then comes the increase. Then comes the double for your trouble. Then comes the triple for your trial. So if you find yourself in a fiery trial that just does not seem to end, keeps getting worse instead of better, if you, you begin to think, is this ever going to stop? Like this has been a year now. It's been two years now. Make sure that you are doing your part. Make sure that you are operating in your authority that you're praying without ceasing, that you're being persistent, make sure you're doing your part. But know that sometimes you just have to walk through it. Scripture says when you walk through the fire, God will be with you. When you walk through the waters, God will be with you. When you walk through the wilderness and the desert, God will be, sometimes you just have to walk through it and be encouraged. You are positioned for increased, greater blessing, more, 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 more. You just have to withstand and withstand in the evil day. And when you've done all you can do, you stand. So Father, thank you. 
Thank you today that you help us during those seasons. I know so many listening to me are going through a season of sifting. Help us to see that you're refining us in that fire. Help us to see that you're shaping and molding our character in that fire. Help us to see and understand that you're preparing us for increase, double for our trouble. You are trying to mold us into the image of Christ. And help us not to resist the shift, the, 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 the sift, because the sift is for the shift. You're shifting us to a new glory. You're shifting us into a greater uh, understanding and wisdom. You're sifting us and you're shifting us to a place that's broad, an increase, a path of glory and grace. You're sifting us in order to begin shifting us into the next phase of our destiny. And we will not give up. We will not complain. We will not grow faint and weary in the day of adversity. We will continue to stand and withstand because you are able to make us stand. Your grace is sufficient for us. So thank you, Lord, for your all-sufficient grace in this time of sifting, in this time of trouble. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on you because you keep us in perfect peace when we do so, when we follow you. You'll make it all right. You make the crooked places straight. <laughs> you break through the bronze gates. You're the God who goes before us. And you're leading us and guiding us. And we give you all the glory wherever we are. If we're not being sifted now, we will be one day. And let us remember these words. The sift is for the shift. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, God is so good. He's so, so good all the time. There's nobody like him. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, I know life is hard, but here's what I also know. God is good. I said life is hard, but God is good. Whatever you're going through, God already saw it. He's already prepared a way of escape. He's already, he, he's, he's, he's gone before you to make a way for you. Just follow him. And when you come out of this, you're not even going to smell like smoke. When you come out of this, you're going to have a new mantle. You're going to have a new anointing, a new glory upon you. When you come out of this, you're going to have a new confidence, a greater faith in God. When you come out of this, you're going to have more wisdom, more understanding, more insight. When you come out of this, man, your face is going to be shining. So let it shine now. Act as if you already have the breakthrough. Act like you trust and believe you are God. Act like it. Act like, let your words be faith-filled. Let your songs and your psalms and your spiritual hymns give him glory. Let your thoughts magnify him. Act as if you've already got the breakthrough, because in reality, it's been there for you. It's stored up for you. It's available to you, and you will get it. You will see it. You will know it. Amen. Amen. If you like this broadcast, this podcast, please be sure to give us five stars. Shout out, share it with your friends, subscribe, make sure you're following me so you don't miss a thing. Amen. We want to give you the opportunity today to become a partner. You know, when you partner with this ministry, I believe you're tapping into the anointing that is on this ministry. There's three anointings on this ministry, the anointing for prayer, the anointing for prophecy, the anointing for spiritual warfare. And that, by the way, includes deliverance. 
there's more than three anointings really. But when you partner with us, you're tapping into these anointings. You're sowing into these anointings and you're going to reap from these anointings. If you want to pray this way, if you want to walk in that kind of authority, if you want to you type in, tap, tap it into that scribe anointing, you're tapping into the anointing and that media anointing that's on the ministry. And so where we sow, we grow. So if you want to become a partner with us today and help us to feed hungry kids in Africa and uh, rescue sex traffic victims and deal with sex addicts and get them delivered and free and build water wells and all the things we're doing, would you consider becoming a partner today or sow a one-time seed over there at jenniferleclair.org slash missions? I want to spend just 30 seconds here with this and we're going to move on fellowship a little bit. jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can become a partner. You can become a, you can have a, so a one-time seed. You can also just use other means uh, to help us out there and sow into that uh, fund. Cash app is prophetic book, dollar sign prophetic books. The uh, PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. The Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give, text the word pray to 754-701-2161. P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. One of the things I've learned to do is when I see an anointing on someone's life and God says, I want you to walk in that, I begin to serve them. I begin to sow into them. I begin to pray for them. And God brings me a measure many times of what is on them. I've received major impartations from uh, many people that you've uh, probably respect and have respected while they were alive. Some of them have passed on to glory, the anointings and the uh, impartations I've received. So consider so today. Help us to do what we do. Help us to reach more people. Amen. In Jesus' name. I want to remind you today's broadcast is brought to you by the new book, Tongues of Fire. It is coming out any day now. The book is called Tongues of Fire, forward by Bishop Bill Hammond, 100 Supernatural Benefits of Praying in the Holy Spirit. 101, I'm going to show you 101 things that happens or can happen when you're praying in tongues. You're going to pray perfect prayers, shift supernatural, shift uh, spiritual atmospheres, open your CRIs to the unseen realm, receive holy boldness, so much more. Don't get stuck in a rut of powerless prayer. There's a whole realm of glory and power that's waiting for you as you unlock the mysteries of praying in tongues. So tap into that today. Order it anywhere you buy books. But make sure you send a copy of your receipt through jenniferleclair.org slash tongues of fire. Claim your bonuses and uh, check it out. There's a little trailer over there for the book and everything else. It's really nice. And uh, we want you to get on that. So get on that pre-order. Let me see what we're doing over there on, on Amazon with tongues of fire. I, I keep forgetting what the date is that it comes out. You can go look it up on Amazon or wherever you buy books. Tongues of fire. Make sure you put my name in because there's a bunch of other people that wrote books with similar titles. And if you don't see my name on it, it's not my book. It is currently on Kindle and paperback. I'm sure they'll end up making an audio edition. They usually do, but usually the audio doesn't come out till the day of. We'll see, though. Maybe they won't make an audio. I don't know. But check that out. Tongues of Fire. Amen. It's going to be good. Amen. Who's we're, we're getting ready to pre-order the coffee, guys. If you've not pre-ordered your coffee, go over there to awakeninghouseofprayer.com slash coffee. All the proceeds go to, to charity. We were waiting, giving you guys a couple of weeks, two or three weeks to pre-order so we can order it all in one batch and get it to you. It takes a few weeks for us to get it, the first batch, because we have to have all the labels and stickers and all that created. Uh, so if you're going to order that coffee, go over there to Awakening House of Prayer. 
could go order any time. We were trying to get a big enough of a batch so that we could uh, have it all batched together. Awakeninghouseprayer.com slash coffee. All right, guys. Love you. Love you much. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, have a breakthrough day.